Are you ready to listen to my dad Joe and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. 36-yard line of Philly. Shotgun snap to Hertz. Dropping back. Only one person rushing. Hertz looking, standing still, winding up. Long pass. It lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeros on the clock. It's over. It's over. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal. Trailing at 10. At the halftime stop, 24-14, they go on to win 38-35. What a game. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, great to be here. And we're here on episode 392, talking NFL divisional playoffs here in January 2024. We have all but one game finished, Justin. We are in the second half of Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions, at the Buffalo Bills who no one should want to see win this game or advance. I mean, I Although, just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> I, I've actually been seeing a lot of sentiment from people that if it can't be so-and-so, I hope it's the Bills. And I'm here to say oh, that no, is that, terrible. That is a big Stop. That is a big sentiment. No, like, it's, it's the, the wrong public sentiment. The public is on the Bills, man. The public don't, is on the Bills here. wrong. And I don't care. I know people. And this is another thing that I could talk about. I know people hate the Chiefs because, let's face it, they're the most successful it's team success. of the last it's four jealousy. years. Yeah. Yeah, people always hate the winners. And I, I get that. I oh, understand oh, that sentiment. I, yeah. And, and the Taylor Swift thing, like people hate that. I think the, the thing I'm more annoyed at is the people complaining about how much they show Taylor Swift oh. than the them showing Taylor Swift? It's not people, taking away from the people, game. Well, it has nothing to right. do with the game. You're not missing You're plays not missing because the play. they're showing that. That right. would be a problem, and I right. would hate that. Right. But they just show her for literally like two seconds, and people get all up in their feelings. Yeah. For what? Right. I, I don't. I just. I don't get I'm it. For it. I love it. I, I love I, when they do that. Well, like I don't want to say like when I, I watch love it. I don't well, care when they show Detroit like, and they show Eminem there. Right. Like, yeah. It, it, that's awesome. Like it's awesome. And like, I listen. Like, I know those aren't the same exact scenario, but like, who cares? Like if I'm not missing, if I'm not missing place for it, if you're not bringing them into the booth to give me their an take interview on it, on it, yeah. Which by the way, Eminem has done that. Remember that? That was a classic. Look that one up no, on that's YouTube. That's a fun one. Yeah. Um, but like, I it's okay. It's okay. Like, not everything. Yeah, I just, I don't get the uh, overwhelming. I'm more annoyed by Chris Collinsworth saying, look at this guy sit down in the zone. He's so great at that. As he runs a skinny post, like, straight down the field. Like You've never been a Collinsworth guy. I I am not. I'm not. And, yeah. Well. And people are. To to give him credit, people love 
I, that, I'm, that booth, and, and that's okay. I'm neutral. It's just not my thing. I'm neutral about Chris Collinsworth. I know some people really don't like him. He, but, he can't stop talking. He can't stop talking. But that's the same thing about Joe Buck. Like, I don't hate Joe Buck. So and I, I'm mostly talking to. baseball there. I used to. I'll tell you what. I read his book, his like autobiography. He's funny. It's it gives you a different perspective. Like it's 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 cool. It's I, cool. I, 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 what's interesting is there's kind of some things where he's like basically like I know people think I'm a jerk for X, Y, or Z, and he's just like yeah, but that's who I am. Like he he is he those things it. unapologetically. Not like oh, I go like you know, not like Brett Favre jerk levels. You know, like it's just like personality jerk levels you know and like hey he just owns it that's who he is and he's unapologetic about it and he talks about how like he has gotten to that point he wasn't always that way you know like how he tried to be like a people pleaser kind of thing and like that's just not going to get you anywhere you know he basically talks a lot about how people would be like you only got this job because of your dad and he's just like i don't want you want i don't know what you want me to say i'm not going to apologize for getting this job i'm just going to work as hard as i can speaking of dads (laughs) <laughs> my dad's already so he he watched the whole show last week okay but i asked him if he did because he didn't comment like he usually texts us all the right. time usually to make fun of you or the eagles in some way Fair you enough. know have your cowboys eagles banter he wasn't feeling it last week he did let me know that he watched but he didn't have anything to say this week he's already here he already says he disagrees with me and you he says, I'm tired of seeing Kansas City since Chad's not there anymore, which, like, I understand. Fair enough. Like, if Chad was there, I would be, and now that the Dolphins are out, I would be 100% in on Kansas City. I'm not 100% in on oh, Kansas no, no, no. City. Just this particular game you are. I'm 100% in this no, game, I, and I if they that. win, I'm 100% with them next week, too. Right. Because no, I, I don't like the Bills, and I don't like the Ravens, so I'm rolling with Kansas City. However, if it would be the Lions against Kansas City, I'm going Detroit. I get that. And that's not because I dislike Kansas City or that I don't like Patrick Mahomes or I don't really have I, I, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I and oh man, I, I my girls will be super mad if I'm not cheering for Kansas City in the Super Bowl be, against Detroit. If it would be Detroit, should they beat the the, the 49ers? Because you're as we'll me, get to it. Are you telling me your girls are not big Eminem fans? <laughs> NFC Championship is Detroit at San Francisco. We'll get to that shortly. But I, I, Kansas City doesn't get my, you know, 1B designation anymore because Chad's not there no, anymore. I got you. You know, Chad, the team that Chad was on was always 1B behind the Dolphins. The nice thing was for four years, 1A and 1B were the same team for me. <laughs> Uh, which was fantastic, but you know, Jacksonville was always that step behind for what six years. Then it was Kansas City for five years. That was fun to ride those coattails. That everyone in the community, by and large, was cheering on Chad in Kansas City. You know, these last uh, the last five seasons, he's not there anymore. So people, I don't, I think that immediately in this area flipped the switch to, I don't really care if the Chiefs win anymore because unless you were a Chiefs fan. Why does it matter to you? Especially, I think people are, are still salty from last year because he beat the Eagles. I, I, you know, I was thinking about this. Chad's seasons, especially while he was in Kansas City, the, the way those ended were against fantastic teams or moments. You had it against the Patriots and Brady. Yep. Um, actually, two years in a row, right? Jaguars, his last year in Jacksonville, was yes. against Brady and yes. the Patriots. In and the that, and then the Patriots... And that would have been if the Jaguars would have won. That would have he would they would have played against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And then the next year in Kansas City in the AFC Championship because I believe were we at Natalie's birthday party? Yes, we were. Why? 
That we night? were, yeah. we were, yeah, it was, yes. I was just thinking about that because I was at the Y for my nephew's birthday party, and I was thinking, I was like, ah, one of those times I was here was, was that the week that the Jaguars I, I were think, lose, lost to the Patriots? Yeah, though? they had the okay. lead, and they blew it. And they blew it. Yeah. That's a bummer, but. Which so I was actually been, okay with, because I did not want the Eagles to have to play against Chad in the Super Bowl. So that would have been January 2018. Yeah. Because the Eagles played in February 2018, right? Yeah. That Super Bowl. Yep. So lose Brady and the Patriots in the 17 on, on season the, on the bad or on the offsides call and and the bad roughing the passer call yeah lose to brady and the patriots oh sorry that was, that was the next as year as the chiefs yeah, yeah, the next yeah, yeah, year yeah. the 18 season um 19 season go to the super bowl win the super bowl yeah. against the 49ers and remember this is a chad specific discussion that that was his team growing up so yeah. he helped defeat well, he's on the team that defeated. He was injured, unfortunately, that year. But he was part of a team that defeated his favorite team from his childhood as a, as a Montana guy. Um, next season, lose to Burrow and the Bengals, who go to the Super Bowl. Next season, go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Uh, wait, is that right? No, no, sorry. I missed. I skipped the Tampa Bay year. Yeah. Sorry. Before the Bengals year. Go to the Super Bowl, Brady and the Bucks lose to Brady and the Bucks next year, lose to the Bengals and Burrow who go to the Super Bowl. Then last year, go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl against the Eagles, the hometown team. Right. So you beat the team that you like growing up, and you finish beating the team that was closest to you when growing up. It was just it, it, that came to me today um, when my dad and sister we were talking about um, the Chiefs, and yeah, it's just just funny. Just weird connections, but uh, yeah, don't don't understand the, uh, the the Taylor Swift stuff. I don't. People are like, th- they're making it a bigger problem than it needs to be because well, well, it's not a problem. It's not impacting the game. Like I just don't like. I just people roll my stuff eyes. To be upset about. But like you, like they make it seem like when there's some celebrity there that she's the only one that's ever been shown. But like you said, they just they've been showing Eminem in every Detroit game. Have you ever watched any Rams game? Where they show everybody in LA there. Like, and the thing is, they're the only Rams fans there because everybody else is like out of town. Right. They're like, all cheering for the other team. Right. Like, I just don't. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But so the first game yesterday, AFC, was Texans at Ravens. At halftime, it was a game. It was 10 to 10. Yeah. And it fe- I felt really good. Well, I, honestly, a lot of the talk there was reminds me of a lot of the talk that we had with Dallas about just like that pressure piece was like it felt tangible in that game. Like you could feel like, okay, because while there had seemingly been some progress, you know, like Lamar first year, they got knocked out of the playoffs. Next year, got knocked out. But then they won a game and got knocked out. You know, like, and then he wasn't in. They didn't make the playoffs. And then he didn't play in the playoff game last year. So, like, right. I, that's yeah, not his game, you know? Well, so you have that. But now it's 10 10 against a team that was one of the worst teams in football last year. You know, it's just like, oh my gosh, like, what's, what's happening? And then they just. They they played. I think I texted you. They played bully ball in the second half. Like they just. Yeah. Well, I think in the second half they had a seven minute drive for a touchdown, then got the ball back and had another seven minute drive for a touchdown. Oh no no no! One of those was 
was the six play three minute drive. So they had a seven minute drive for a touchdown, six play three minute drive for a touchdown, and then another seven minute drive for a touchdown. Like, whew, they just game over. <laughs> well, know, I mean, like, it's one thing to eat up the clock and get some points. It's another to eat up the clock and score touchdowns. Well, and so when they went up 17-10, and then they get the stop, and they next thing you know, it's... 24-10. 24-10. Well, when it's 17-10, I said to my dad, and they had the ball at their own seven. Yeah. I said, I'm like, this next score is, is, is going to be a lot. Because I was like, if they don't go and score here, and they give the ball back to the Texans, oh, man. like what? I was like, if they go down and drive and get a touchdown here, it'll be late in the third, and all of a sudden, you're going to be like, hmm, this Texans team, while a close Sticking game, around on has, the road. has only put up three points. Like, if they're down 14, you're going to be like, the offense has only put up three points yeah. in this game. And that's exactly what happened. They drove down, go up 14, and you're like, they're only, down, they're only down two scores, but their only touchdown came on a punt return punt for return, a touchdown. Right. So you start thinking like, well, they're going to need to outscore them by 15 the rest of the way. And they have only the offense only accounts for three points so far, you know. And it's not a knock on Houston. I think they met their match. Baltimore made the, it was great. They they talked about it. You could see Houston make the adjustment to the early game plan that Baltimore had, and then you saw Todd Munkin and Lamar make the adjustment back, and they just didn't have the answer at that point. No, the first half went. Great, uh, at least defensively, special teams. Houston just offense was was out of sync. They couldn't yeah. get things going against that that Baltimore defense, which, to be fair, not a lot of people have over the last two months. Yeah, they. So, Baltimore set up uh, first time. Was it first time ever? Baltimore's the Ravens franchise is hosting. Yes, the it's AFC the first time in fifty three years. It's okay. seventy one. So modern nineteen seventy one well, was the last. Essentially, time. just. Just after yes. the merger was the last time they hosted uh, the AFC championship, which they obviously weren't the Ravens. No, that, that was right. it's not even the same franchise. Right, Baltimore, the area hosted, yes. but it wasn't this this franchise. This is the Browns franchise that is hosting the it AFC is. championship game. Uh, I'm sure both cities love that, <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So the Baltimore Ravens, number one seed. You've guaranteed you're probably going to get some texts now too. <laughs> well, your mom has already My messaged comments. me. Uh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. about wearing purple. I said it really depends on how this game goes right now, Chiefs Bills, because unfortunately, if Buffalo wins, I will be pulling for Baltimore. But it just guarantees I'll be rooting for the NFC team, which I hope is Detroit. I don't have. I mean, I'm not like. You guys and Phil and I was ragging on the Eagles about the 49ers. Yeah, I, like, I don't have any ill will well, towards the, the 49ers, thing is, but I don't like the Niners. But it's not the same. Like they are of it's the not teams the same that are remaining. Dallas, Washington, and the right. Giants. of the teams that are remaining, they're the le- the one I want to see win the least. But if they win, whatever. Like uh, it could be pretty bad. I, I think I think you could have people getting on you after last year. Oh, they will. They will. At you know, the same whether, time, whether it's legit or not, but but this is what I will do. I will, and Jamie's probably not listening, so I'm okay to say this. How she'll dare find out. she? But what's going to happen is it would be a knock to the Steelers because there would be yet another team with that number with uh, the six, six championships, mm, and so yeah. like because that's all you would hear when I was in Pittsburgh. Right now, it's just New hear. England and Pittsburgh, right? Right, right. you just hear Ooh. Dallas, San Francisco, right, right behind. So like, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, and honestly. I mean, there are some Niners fans, but I don't. I don't know many Niners fans. Yeah, like I see people wear Niners stuff, but in terms of like 
the people I talk to. Right. And you're like, not, I don't know how many Niners fans. You're not really a know. super active, at least in a trash talking way on Twitter that would get you in trouble. Right. I'd be surprised if people like saw me on Twitter to trash talk. <laughs> yeah. Emails. But, but so, uh, so that was the, the late game. 49ers beat the Packers. It yeah. came down to it. 24, 21. And honestly, watching that game, this is my takeaway was neither of these teams is championship game worthy. However, you could see the, that the Niners have the ability to be that team. Does that make sense? Like, because mm-hmm. the Packers would work so hard and need everything to go so right. And then. Like just anything bad would happen or anything good for the the Niners would happen and boom, it's like right back in it. And but like looking back at it, the Packers only played well in that game for like ten minutes. There was like a ten minute stretch in the third quarter where they played well. The rest of the game they didn't play well. They were neither team did. Right. It was not a well they, they well played game. They got in the red zone three times and got two field goals out of it in yeah, the first six play. points out of right. so like twenty one. They were not doing great there. They dropped two interceptions, like surefire inter- interceptions. Like, I Brock Purdy played had his best drive of the game on the last drive. Absolutely, he looked bad the rest of the game. Like he needed, you know what that was? That was we used to talk about this all the time with like Matt Ryan, right? Like Matt Ryan would play poor enough, and he has Matt Ryan had like crazy like fourth quarter stats. It's because Matt Ryan didn't play well enough in the first three quarters to ever give his team a, a lead. So he's always coming from behind in the fourth quarter. You know, like that that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like with Brock Purdy yesterday. Like, yeah, he got a the Niners got their they finally got their comeback like win. Well, yeah, because they played like crap the first three quarters. Right. Like, I think <laughs> the point I know I saw a lot of people making is championship teams still win those oh, games. 100%. That is where we were at with the Eagles midseason. Right, right. Like when they and got to 10-1. and one, Like they were un- good teams win those crap games where you play poorly. Unlike the Eagles, we've also seen, and that's what I was trying to say with my first point, was like, yeah, because like I don't like the Niners, but like I – they have the ability to be that team that beats that Packers team by 24 or 21, mm-hmm. right? Like the way the Packers played yesterday, like if I were to have told you that the Packers were only going to get six points out of their first three trips to the red zone and like, and, and just, you know, some of those things, they were going to throw two interceptions. They were going to do these things like, and I asked you, how much do you think the Niners are going to win by? You're probably saying at least two touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, if I right. give you those stats, like, you're like, oh, it's not even close. But you're right. They did. They found a way to win. The other side of that, though, is I don't I don't know that they're not the best team in the NFC still. Like, I think they're – I think they beat Detroit next week. Yeah, so – so, like, I was, how is Detroit going to stop them? Well, that's what I was going to say. Detroit can't stop anyone. I'm super happy for Detroit. I feel like everyone outside of Green Bay, Minnesota, and Chicago is super happy for Detroit. And you may actually have – some fans from those three NFC North franchises also happy for Detroit. Right, because not Detroit everyone has been so bad. Right for but th- like, over thirty years. Right, right. Like they have, they're they're not even the main rival of any of those. Like, right, because right, they haven't been relevant. Right, for all those most teams. Those like times. I feel like the Vikings hate 
the Bears Packers. and the Packers. Yeah. And the, and the Packers, Packers hate the Bears, Bears and the Vikings, Vikings and the Lions. Like, oh, and like also Detroit's there. Right. Yeah, and, that, and then maybe that'll be changing. And, and that'd look be at, fun. Look at Green Bay, who has now lost five postseason Straight games in a row from the Niners. Like, yeah. I probably could back see to Packers fans being like, I could see Packers fans not liking the the Niners more, you know, like, but anyway, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But, but so let me be clear. Like, I don't like the Niners. I don't think they played well yesterday. They did find a way to win, which is key. I think that I expect them to beat Detroit. I don't want to say soundly. I don't think they blow them out necessarily, but like Detroit, it's a bad matchup for Detroit. That That's what I think. Because I don't see how Detroit secondary like slows them down. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't see it. I, I'm I'm rolling with the Lions, but I, I hope I hope Dan Campbell can. And it's going to be like people will be talking about Detroit. Everyone is picking the Niners in this game. I and I, it, honestly and I hope they can roll with it. And this is just because Detroit is a very good team. They're they're not great. Right. They've had some the head scratching losses this year, but they yeah. haven't looked great these you first this, two you weeks. You called this two months ago. Is there a great team this year? No, no, I don't know. I mean, I and, feel like at if times, not, if not, are the Ravens it like right now? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think the I think both San Francisco and Baltimore have a chance. They both have looked bad at times. San Francisco right. more if, recently. If one of them finishes it off. I think they could make an argument that they were a great team, that they hit right. their stride I, I in agree. the I last agree. two-thirds of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree, because Baltimore, or if San Francisco wins it all, it can be like, well, we won may, possibly the rematch with Baltimore in the biggest stage, right. and our only other loss since then was to them right. on Christmas. Right. I feel like for either one of them to get that, though, you almost need to beat the other one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like Ravens beating, because like, not, it does not take away from the victory. But for this, like, where does this team stand in terms of greatness? Like, if the Ravens, let's, if the Ravens were to beat whoever they play next week, and then they were to, let's say, win by two touchdowns over Detroit, people are going to be like, yeah, they, they beat Detroit, you know? Yeah, and that's taking but, like, away I from. I think them. about I, 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 that'll be a conversation for a year, like oh, yeah. the, the, after oh. the Super Bowl. But then when you look back on it, all that's going to matter is Baltimore can say, we have three banners. Yeah. We have three Lombardis, right? It yeah. would be three. Yeah. That's all that would matter. Because I think would, about two, and brought up Jamie. All, all of a sudden, you start looking and you're like, all right, they've got three. And they just locked up Lamar Jackson. Now, I, I'm assuming two-time MVP. He, he would be at that point. This is getting way ahead of ourselves, but he would be two times, or not two, he'd be a Super Bowl champion at 28 mm-hmm. or 27, something like that. He's like, he's younger than Joe Burrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, it's funny you bring that up. First, before I get to the, the Jamie yeah. comment I was about to make, not about Jamie, but right, we, right. we already talked about the, the Steelers, um, but first, the Ravens. I was already going to come onto the show and say, no matter what happens, in the AFC Championship game, the Super Bowl, I'm already going on record to say I'm not picking Baltimore to win the NFC North next year. I'm oh. already doing that. So I, you can, I, I'm getting in early to say that I'm not picking the Ravens to win the NFC North. AFC. AFC, AFC North. The other thing, though, about talking about it doesn't matter who you beat in the Super Bowl because this isn't... 
this isn't, well, I don't want to say college because you don't have these weird, like it, Oh, it didn't matter. Um, if you win, that's all that matters. No one right. cares about right. who you beat. Like that doesn't end up being a thing. No, no, because the Steelers beat the Cardinals in the Super Bowl years ago. And the Cardinals, I believe, went into the playoffs at nine and seven, didn't they? Yeah. Like, but I mean, on the flip side, also the Steelers and the Packers won one as the final team in. Like, it, what the records get wiped once you it make it to the matter. playoffs. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, like, the Steelers beating the Cardinals, you know, over a decade ago, longer than that. No one can, like, the Steelers have six Super Bowl trophies. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter who they oh, beat. Don't worry. Deep down to me. Or how about how they beat Seattle with two bad calls? Like, <laughs> not that I'm still bitter over that one. So, but that's a, like, should Baltimore beat Detroit? It, I don't think it doesn't matter that it's Detroit, but also Detroit is way better this year than the Cardinals were in that oh. year that they made it to the well, Super and, Bowl. And the thing is, we talk about this if you get healthy and hot, and while like, so like Detroit's secondary, their cornerbacks are not good, but say what you will, having CJ Gardner Johnson back there makes them a completely different team. Um, and the last thing, oh, to just kind of bring about the, the final piece of our NFC talk and NFC Championship talk, Detroit, San Francisco. I, I, honestly, I think San Francisco could win this game like 42-17. Yeah. And I don't like that. Like, And, no. and that's not. And, I'm and not, you know what people are going to do. I'm not People are going to be like, oh, same old Detroit. Well, people, uh, no. no, no I, yes, yes. I mean, Not yes, you and I. You're right. No, you're not right. Not you and I. There will like, be the people average, that say that. The average viewer would be like, the average viewer would be like, the, well, the, well, the Lions are such frauds. Right. Well, no. San Francisco. Because San Francisco is not going to play as poorly as they did last night. They beat the Rams and Bucks. They didn't earn it. Right. They won their division for the first time in 30 years. Right. Right. Which also included the Packers, another, right. like, another team. Did they beat them twice? I feel like they split with them. They lost five, so... I thought they split. They with also them. had weird loss. They, they Detroit was 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 funky. Again, this year. you called this two months ago, man. You were like, "Is there not a great team?" And I was like, "No, you're absolutely right. There was not a great team." No, the Packers did beat the Lions for sure. But again, I think so. The Lions beat the Chiefs, which that was kind of like cemented everyone's offseason discussions about Detroit being good. Beat them opening night in Kansas City. Lost to the Seahawks in overtime. Beat the Packers. Here's the other piece. Got though. smoked by the Ravens. That's and, right. I and this is this is one like I don't. I'm not just saying that. I would say this Lost to, to the troll Packers. you, but I'm not just saying this to Lost troll to you. The Bears. Like if the Bills were to win tonight, and then win next week, and then beat the Niners, having not lost in like two and a half months, I'd be like, if there's an argument. That like they they struggled and then they hit their stride, like if they were to beat Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Niners on their way, I feel like there could be an argument there. I don't know that they do it, but I hope not. I know you hope. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> that that uh, that really I and like part of me gets it because I mean my, they'd probably be better than the seventy two at that point. <sighs> I always have to take it too far. I just have to take it too far. My Bills hatred revolves around two things. One, they're a direct rival of the Miami Dolphins. And before the New England Patriots of the last 20 years, 
the Buffalo Bills were my most hated team growing up because they were beating Miami in the playoffs to go to four straight Super Bowls, which they all lost. Don't forget that. The Bills lost four Super Bowls in a row. Never forget that. And they've never won a Super Bowl. Never forget that either. This will look really bad if they win the Super Bowl, but it's fine. I'm just going to... But also, (laughs) present time also, but going back to those 90s Bills-Dolphins rivalries, Adam Filer is a fan of the Bills and is one of the most obnoxious human beings on the planet when it comes to sports if you're not on the same page with him. So Penn State football, we're good. Everything else, we're not good. I mean, he's a Reds fan, and who really cares about the Reds? But he's a, a Red Wings and a Penguins fan in hockey. Like, can you get more obnoxious as a Flyers fan than someone to like the Red Wings? Maybe if he somehow like. I didn't the- know the Red Wings part. I know the Penguins part. I know he's, he's on board. Ah, it's just, it's so infuriating. So, no, I cannot have the Bills be good. I cannot have them win (laughs) a Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, people listening to the show know Adam. How bad would that be if if the Bills won a Super Bowl? But I'm seeing all these people on Twitter, I'm riding with the Bills. You know, I just really like Josh Allen. No, (laughs) no, you do not like Josh Allen. You do not like the Bills. You are for anyone but them. I, and I put the like I told see, your mom. See, so this I is, put the Ravens above the, the Bills. See, I will be wearing right. purple this next is, week if that's what it is. The Niners to me are your Ravens. Like where okay, okay. I don't want it, but mm-hmm. if it happens, it happens. Like, but the Bills to you are were my Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys lost too. So like while the Eagles are out, hey, the team I I couldn't deal with it if they won. They they did me a favor too. So. Yeah, I don't. and since your dad is listening, I know this is off topic, but like I asked you the other day, and you're like, we haven't talked about. It. I I'm interested in his take on bringing McCarthy back. Um, hey, yeah, go ahead, Dad. Text me. I'm just, I, I'm just, and, and that's not a like making fun question. That is a an honest. I wonder what Bill's take is. Okay, on we're it. getting lots of comments here. <laughs> Uh, oh, your mom was listening when I was talking about Baltimore. Yes. Think, there's only one cult team, and it's not an Indy. Uh, so Greg please saying, knock please knock the Steelers. I'd like for the Lions to take the 49ers. Like, I agree. Oh, I'm with oh, you on that. I am wholeheartedly but, rooting for the well, Lions. Back, it's not going to happen. Though. Back to your mom. She thinks Baltimore is... is uh, is oh, She thinks Buffalo is Baltimore's Achilles. We need Kansas City to Listen. win. She's going to be picking against Baltimore, not rooting, but picking against Baltimore. So is this no where you get it is. from? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean. <sighs> well, see, in Buffalo, so here's the thing for Buffalo, too, is like there was a thing. I don't know that I told you this. Growing up, my uncle lived in Buffalo. so like She told me that. Yeah, we yeah. would go to Buffalo, and like I went to like Jim Kelly Sports Bar. Like it was cool. Like. Do you eat Flutie Flakes? This see, this was pre Flutie Flakes. Flakes. Yeah. This was honestly closer to the end of the Jim Kelly like time frame, like mid nineties. Well, see, the funny thing is, up until basically when the Patriots dynasty ended, and, and Josh Allen got, I'd say better. I still think he can be his own worst enemy. But the Bills were as irrelevant as the Dolphins were. Like the that late nineties oh. through late twenty twenty nine you know twenty eighteen or so, right. that those twenty five ish years, 
I mean, only the Jets were more irrelevant, you know? And the, there, they went to the AFC Championship game two, yeah, two years but, in a row? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, with Sanchez, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they beat New England again. So, and didn't Baltimore beat about, them, though? Talk about flashing a pan. Like yeah, Mark Sanchez and, and uh, right. um, Man, Rex Ryan. I almost said Rex Ryan. <laughs> Wait, no, that's it right. Was. It was. It Rex was Rex Ryan. Ryan, yeah. I was thinking Buddy Ryan. Right, right. Those those Jets teams, those defenses were so good. And the offense was so So bad. But butt fumble. Like, that's... Mar- is it is it Sant? No, it's Matt Leinart that has fully embraced his. Like he's funny. Like he's yes, yes. yeah. So I sent you a reel yesterday. Oh, is that the one of the doghouse? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. About the kid. I, I made mom angry. Wrong, made mom angry. Yeah, like, first time. First time. <laughs> yeah, great, great stuff. So, no, boo Bills, boo Ravens, just a little less. Go Chiefs, AFC. We'll we'll see how that goes over. I'm still waiting for my dad to get back about Mike McCarthy. NFC, go Lions. Yeah, go Lions. But but if it's uh, 49ers, go Niners. If your opponent is see, what'll be interesting though is like in a weird world where it's Chiefs 49ers again. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. So am I. It's just all matter less. You know, this time around? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, may, no, it'll well, probably honestly matter more for you than it will for me. It would matter more for me. But to be honest, I would legitimately be rooting for Does Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy yeah. Reid. And Travis Kelsey as the extension of Jason Kelsey. Like, because of the Swifty. Ju- right. And like, I just. <laughs> because you're showing your inner, your inner yeah, Swifty. Absolutely. Right, yeah. Um. So yeah, like I just I think I I would one hundred percent be rooting for the Chiefs in that situation, and and like yeah, if the if the Niners make it second and goal, good lord, oh wait, no, good. I thought Buffalo had it. Oh, they must have marked Pacheco short on that one, right? Or was no, there a turnover? No, I don't know. Let's see what the score. See, is. I go to I go to the comments and please tell me he was down. No, it's still 27-24. Was there a turnover by Buffalo? I I don't know. Hang on. Someone that was watching live, please comment. McCole Hardman was down. His his thigh or hip. Oh no, they 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 stopped him. They got stopped. Fourth and five at the Buffalo 30. Direct they fake punted and they got and they got caught. Buffalo did. Yeah. They fake punted and they from their own 30 and it got stopped. So my dad, this is what my dad is getting back to me now about the Mike McCarthy stuff. So the Eagles seem to be keeping Sirianni. I feel like if you were making that change, you probably would have by now. Don't you think? Yes. But Desai is officially gone. So they have an open coordinator position. Which is is a weird situation for lots of... Yeah. I think think DeMar Hamlin might have gotten it on that. On that special, t- on the fake punt too, but didn't get the first down. Ugh. It was D Hamlin oh, for Buffalo. Well, yeah. I, so Eagles not making a change. Everyone thought the Cowboys would make a change. It comes out no. Mike McCarthy is back. Right. He's in his final years of his deal. He is not getting an extension. He is the offensive coordinator by default. He's the one calling the plays. They may have a OC by name, but he's not calling the plays. It's McCarthy, and that wasn't really the issue. Uh, most of this year, 
Well, there really weren't any issues for a large swath of a year, especially at no. home. The Cowboys did, were did, one of the best teams in the league. And the best offense in the league. Right. But the defense let him down in the playoff game. Dan Quinn very well could be on his way to being the head coach of the Seahawks, I think. I, th- was I think that's rumored. such a good fit. Like, coming, coming back home or where he became right. a big name right. was in Seattle before he went to Atlanta. I was going to say, maybe go back to Atlanta. <laughs> so this is my, my, what my dad says about Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. He said, if there was someone, and this is kind of related to what you and I say about Penn State. If he felt that there was definitely someone better out there for sure that you could get to come there, he would want that. But he's not sure that ever was going to be Belichick. It's a, it, I, he doesn't have an opinion here listed here about uh, someone like Pete Carroll, if that's even an option for Pete Carroll. We don't know exactly what, what, what was and I, went down there. But also, Mike, I feel like uh, people forget about my, that Mike Vrabel is out there. Yeah, but here, our disgust for him aside... What about Jim Harbaugh? The dude has won. Right. Everywhere he went. Everywhere he went. Now, I know he didn't win the Super Bowl. Sorry, there's, they're going over the challenge here. He, didn't he say he touched the ground and then the ball came out? No, they ruled it a touchback. Is that what he said? Yeah, first down. Oh, ball. that is trash. Wait, call overturned. Yeah, they said he they ruled him down and then they said the ball's out. And it goes out of the oh, end zone. Oh, I don't want the I didn't want the call to be overturned. No. No. Oh, because so, oh God. Look, and and this when and this could take us into a tangent. I do not want them to change this rule no. either. That is if I, you lose the there football. are people <clears throat> pro football type Mike Florio, the biggest they blowhard say this out the there. Dumbest rule? No, it's the, like, dumb- the dumbest rule in sports. He'll, that'll be a headline yeah. on pro football oh. talk. Why is that the dumbest rule in sports? If you fumble the ball and it goes into the place where you would score points, but it goes out of bounds, why should you get another chance? Right. Hold on to the freaking ball. Yeah. Like no, I don't. I I I mean, as much as I hate it, right? Like I want Kansas City to have the right. ball here. It's, no, it's they not, don't deserve to have not, the ball no. here. The dumbest rule is that, like, <laughs> no. And this well, is, now here, you, I'll give you a dumb rule, and it came up recently, somewhat recently is that a player on a kick return can put themselves out of bounds and touch the ball, and it's a penalty on the kicking yeah. team. The kid, uh, the kid from just, Browns do it? It just happened in the last, like, three weeks. Yeah. Like, like it's a brilliant, it's a smart play. Like, if you're good enough to do it, because I remember tweeting out and be like, that's high football IQ right there. We've seen people do, mess it up, though, where they catch they it, touch and they it and then, then they step go out. out. Yeah. Right. No, you and have to just, be out of right. bounds and then touch the ball. Right. The guy just straight up laid down. Yeah. So... But no, that the people that think that's the dumbest play in sports are the dumbest people in sports. Right. So that's that's where we'll go yeah, with I that. I think he broke his collarbone there. Who's that? I don't know. Someone on the Bills. He got smacked. Oh, Shakir. Yeah. Ooh, he got. Ooh. Maybe not. But like that's Ouchie. That could be just other stuff, but Oh, so that's rough. So the the Chiefs were going in to possibly take a ten point lead. Yeah. And well, so we, it wasn't Kadarius Tony who oh, that was no, Mikel Harmon. Harmon. Kadarius Tony's out. Yeah, he wasn't well, even active. Go, they, Is he like, injured? Yes, okay. he's downgraded to out. I was like, he was downgraded. The team was upgraded. <laughs> <sighs> so, right, I guess back to the coaching thing. Yeah. So McCarthy stays in Dallas. Right. I think 
I don't know if I want to say it's the right move. I understand the move. He's gone because, 12 and 5 the last three years. Right, and that's what my dad says. He's like, McCarthy has three straight 12 wins, 12 right. se- yeah. seasons yeah, with 12 that's a better wins. better way to say it, yes. Which Dallas hasn't had since probably the, the mid-90s when they were right. winning three out of four Super Bowls or whatever it was. Two out of three Super Bowls, whatever. Like, had, like I understand that the playoff defeats oh, the last three years have been excruciating well, like really this. bad losses either really bad decisions on the field or getting blown out at home this year awful right being non-competitive against that green bay team was just hard but like i understand and i said to you this is really tough for me because what do we do we go on here and we talk about consistency all the time and patience patience and consistency are really good things to have and yet here I am. I'm like, I don't know if McCarthy should keep his job. And I'm like, I don't know if Sirianni should keep his job. Like the Sirianni one's hard for me because of the fan stuff there. And like there had to be a lot going on. Like I just don't know what that deal was there. But they need to figure it out. And the people making the decisions, the, the decisions hopefully have better insight into how that was working. So is Belichick the Atlanta guy? And who's his quarterback? Because that's the biggest thing. I know people are thinking Kirk Cousins because he's a free agent, I believe. I Kirk Cousins would be a great Belichick. Kirk Cousins to the Falcons with Kirk Belichick. Kirk Cousins with those weapons? Right, because Atlanta's not devoid and, of talent. And a defense that improved dramatically from last year to this year. That would be that interesting. That would be interesting, one. especially because that division's wide open. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, are the Bucks going to be... I mean, they, they were... Average, slightly above average by record wise, nine and eight. Can Baker play like that? And like that was his problem in Cleveland was consistency, game to pay, play to play, right. game to game, season to season. Still the last quarterback to win a playoff game for them, though. <sighs> yeah, they, and they face it. Well, we'll have plenty of time to talk about the offseason. No. Did he catch no, it? No, no, no. He, he ruled it incomplete. Please, please let that have touched the ground. Hey, keep keep complaining because the well, play clock is do, running. Does Buffalo have a challenge? I don't know if they've challenged earlier. No, no, that's. that's oh my god, right. dude! Come, please challenge that. I hope they challenge that. Go ahead, challenge it. That would be the dumbest like I'm challenge. Like, okay, you've okay. Ever made. Nope. No. And then, then it's then pinned it's, between he your face mask. Has both hands. It's pinned between your face mask and the ground. Taking away all credibility of a coach ever believing his player caught so it. So we were watching last night, and somebody's like. Who told Harbaugh to challenge that something? And you could see, like, he was going off of what was told to him. And then you could see, like, as they challenge it, they're waiting. And you could see his reaction to that same person probably having to tell him, yeah, never mind, we're going to lose this challenge. Because he's like, are you kidding me? Like, you could tell, like, he's just going off. Because that's one of those things bad where... punt. Yeah, that was a bad punt. So this this has got to be a Pacheco and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire game right now. Like Go he, Pacheco on my fantasy squad. <laughs> I, I was happy with the way Amon Ross St. Brown really and came through uh, at the end there. Um, McCaffrey and Kittle. I did not have all, McCaffrey, but I had Kittle. Ooh, I have Kittle and Kelsey. Kittle I don't scored, know which one I played. I probably Kittle played scored. Kittle. He scored the first touchdown. Did, okay, so Kittle and McCaffrey times two. Yeah. And uh, I have James Cook. Did he do anything? So I have, Alan ran it in. Oh, you know what? I have Kelsey and... And you've Kittle. Kittle. Yes. 
Did you play both of them too? Yeah, because one's in my flex. Kelsey's got yes. two touchdowns. Yeah. See, I have Josh Allen on my bench. Josh Allen's on my bench too because I have Lamar. Did I have Lamar too? I don't know. Why do you know these things? <laughs> Dude, because I had to look my, uh, my team five times this weekend. I couldn't remember who I, love, you I couldn't also remember who listed I'm playing. three Buffalo players when you're only allowed two, and then we figured out that the one Buffalo player you listed doesn't even play for Buffalo anymore, <laughs> but he was still in the playoffs. You just listed him for the wrong team. That was Devin Singletary. <laughs> Everyone's like, what are they talking about? Like, it's a, oh, this is a perfect segue. Now I'm going to feel like Ross Tucker. It's in a fantasy league run by my uncle, who usually is listening live, who also sent us an email hey, that I'm going to go. go over right now. So this is just this is just going to be trash talk, I'm sure. Oh, that's fine. So he says, what do Mac Jones, Dak Prescott, Tua Tagovailoa, and Jalen Hurts have in common? They all had a tea time earlier today. <laughs> yes, even though your team's had an extra game, they're all still sitting at home watching the rest of the playoffs. Now, am I upset? No, after all of the nice comments you were saying about my team, <laughs> I ended up rooting for other teams. <laughs> The biggest surprise was the whipping the Dallas Cowboys took. I looked, it looked like they thought all they had to do was throw their jock straps out on the field and they would win. Dolphins in the cold was not a good feeling, and Eagles have not been playing good over the past several weeks. The other big news for me was Belichick leaving the Patriots. I had hoped they would keep him, but I guess things were in the works for a while. It looks more and more like he will be going to the Falcons. I would have loved him going to the Eagles or the Cowboys just for laughs. Don't know the rest of the playoffs will continue, but looking for a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl with San Francisco winning. Would not be unhappy with Bill's Lions Super Bowl. Have a good show. So we talked about some of this stuff already, Eagles, Cowboys, Dolphins, Belichick, and the Falcons. He he talked last week that if Bill was going to be done coaching New England, he wanted them to stay on or to give up. Uh, I guess it was more give up the personnel role, like the GM role, and stay on as a coach, not getting any of that. But it did come out, though, pretty much immediately that they gave up or they had written into the contract yeah. of Gerard Mayo that he was going to be basically coach in waiting so that he would stop interviewing last year and they uh, made good on it, which if it was contractually obligated, they kind of had to. What are we? Was this interference? Is that what I they're calling? I think they're talking about it. Why wouldn't it be? See, this is where, and I know why they don't, but man, those XFL things where you would listen in on this and you'd get to hear them talking. I, th- how is huge. it not past interference? Yeah, they did. That's huge. It was third down. Well, what was the? I'd love to know what that discussion was because the ball was my in guess the air. Is, so the first time I saw it, when they played it, the first replay that I saw there that was like real time, it kind of looked like it was hard to tell no. whether he, four was hitting, whether Rice was hitting the Buffalo player or whether he was hitting him. Does that make sense? Like it was kind of hard to tell. I guess maybe the conversation was, was it within five yards before the ball was thrown? Because you're allowed to. That could be two. That could be two. See, and so, and this leads to another discussion that I had with someone in the Ravens game yesterday, I think. And I, I'm not disagreeing because I, and I sent this to you. I am firmly in the camp of get it right. However, it's weird to me, like, that there doesn't seem to be any real guideline as to when is the NFL, when is New York in their ear telling mm-hmm. them to change something? And when do they make them challenge it? Like, because there are times where they do like, oh, no, that wasn't complete. That was incomplete. Yet, like, Buffalo had the challenge that the fumble went out the end zone. You know, like, I, I'm i all for getting it right. Mm-hmm. Unless it hurts the Eagles. Then I want whatever helps the Eagles. But 
you know what I mean? Like it, we, I believe are in agreement. There should be some, like if you have the ability to see those things, use it to make or to make the call correct. Um, I get like, and I, and you're right. I am with you. Like, I feel like they should be getting more of these things, right? I think the issue comes down to, are you having someone, are you going to end up calling holding on every play? Well, that, no. Well, like I feel like that's where we're going. No, but I agree. That would be terrible for the product, and and the NFL knows <laughs> it. The NFL knows it. So I, I feel like that's probably the biggest issue. Uh, it's not great when all the routes go left and your, your quarterback is immediately yeah. forced out to the right. So I, 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 in terms of officiating, talk about random. There was a guy with a White Sox hat on in the crowd. Very <laughs> random. The officiating thing to me and. I know it's tough, and especially when it's like your team in the thick of it and, and facing it, and you feel like you you got hosed. I I buy into like in all sports officiating. I don't know. I don't want to say karma, but leveling. Because how many times are, are you are level headed fans watching game going? Well, that should have been a penalty on us, and it wasn't called. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. so, and I try and I fail all the time when it comes to Penn State and Miami. But I try to remind myself that that something wasn't called earlier in the game. Right. It 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 evens out. It really does. It really does. It's just when it's when it's crunch time, and the game's close. You're trying to win. You're trying to hold on. Like all those when it comes down to all doing. those things, you you don't have the the proper perspective. They're never going to get everything right. I feel like now we're talking about baseball and, and umpires, but that I feel like that's a little bit different just because there's an automated way to ensure that that is always correct. Right. right. Whereas, and, and I love that the only argument against it is, well, the, you know, some of the minor leaguers say the system's not exactly the same from one park to the next. Guess what also is not exactly the same from one park to the next? Human umpires. Or, right. Or from one batter to the next. Yeah. You know, like, yes, I feel like. Oh, my gosh. Get the ball. <sighs> She's had two opportunities to put distance between them and Buffalo, and they weren't able it. to do it. <sighs> Crunch time. Well, they went with. I know they didn't really get a lot on the ground the first two plays, and then they got the pass interference. But then they tried to pass, tried to pass, tried to pass, and, and it didn't, didn't work. Have, run the ball, Andy. Things we've heard for <laughs> twenty five years. Do do we do we cover everything that we needed to cover? I believe so. I mean, we talked about lions. My dad just said, "Go Buffalo." I see. Yeah. I'm if it's if it's Buffalo, San Francisco. I'm f- full on. Got a hundred percent on San Francisco. Let's go. One hundred percent, San Francisco. There isn't. You cannot tell me there isn't a little part that would want Buffalo to lose because of Adam. You can't tell me that. I would never do that to our friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remind you that next the next time uh, a, a, a anti an anti Philadelphia text comes through, hey, you give brought it, this on yourself. Give it, give it five minutes. You brought this on yourself. It wouldn't be the first time I was wrong. <laughs> Won't be the last. 
Oh my gosh. So Jason Kelsey's enjoying himself in Buffalo tonight in the, the Kansas City uh suite with uh with Taylor. But he I think uh he has uh commandeered the attention of everyone there as he has been celebrating by taking his shirt off. And I saw <laughs> one video here. He jumped out of the window into the stands. <laughs> so I I love him. Um New Heights, uh, actually homage, celebrating as well because Jason showed up to the game wearing the Big Yeti, red and yellow, uh, Kansas City adjacent. I don't think that's an actual Chiefs shirt. I think it's actually a New Heights shirt just rendered in red and yellow font for for Travis, obviously supporting his brother. But also Eminem in Detroit was wearing an homage shirt. At Dude, the game today, they've so. blown up, man. Yeah, I've got a couple other shirts. I love them. Yeah, I, was, I have a bunch. I've got, I got Kelly a Steelers long sleeve shirt and their national the park first sweatshirt. One I got, I got from uh, Joe, a friend of the show. Um, for when I was in his wedding, he got us all like ones individual for our teams. And okay, it was. It's the one I have. It's like the. It looks faded red, but it's got like the Philly fanatic like marching with a flag. Oh, okay, on it. Yeah, 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 like um, that was the first of their shirts that I had. Oh yeah, my, gosh. So my first, my first homage thing was actually this sweatshirt that I'm wearing for the podcast for New Heights. But then I liked it so much. Actually, Kelly started to steal it, and she started to wear it all the time. And she's like, "It's just really, really nice, really soft." I was like, "Yeah, I know their stuff's really great. Not cheap. If you can find them, their stuff for on sale." That's that's probably better for your wallet, but there's quality stuff. The the t-shirts, yeah. sweatshirts are fantastic. Yeah. They're very soft. They're very comfortable, and, and they're cool. And yeah, and I, I would honestly like they're unique. They're like, unique. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I have uh, actually this just came up because I said that I I wouldn't do this last Monday um, when my brother-in-law came over. We celebrated Natalie's birthday early with the family because she was having her friends over for the birthday party. We weren't having a big birthday party, so. Um, had Jason Crin, Logan, Lisa, and my parents come over. And last week I wa- was going to throw on my, uh, an homage shirt, but I thought better of it because it was the Buccaneers one and they were playing the Eagles that night. I appreciate it. So I, I didn't, I didn't wear that one, but it is the, th- it is the creamsicle the logo. <sighs> Get out. <laughs> but it's a red shirt with the, the throwback. Pewter, pewter for life. No pewter. Uh, creamsicle all the way. So, but I also, and I just wore this one the other day. I also bought the Detroit Lions one, and all this was last, probably I guess March. Um, it was after the Super Bowl. I, I wanted to get the New Heights sweatshirt. I, I wanted to throw a few other things, so I got the throwback Dolphins, like celebrating the seventy-two undefeated season, and then I got the Buccaneers throwback, and then I got a Lions, thinking, hey. If the Lions are good next year and the Dolphins aren't or the Dolphins don't make it and I got a root for the Lions, I better have the Detroit Lions one in the closet. So that one's looking really good in my favor because if Detroit would pull the upset next week, I know I can throw that bad boy on for Super Bowl Sunday. I do not own any 49ers stuff. Good. Uh, I do not own any Bills stuff. I definitely own Chiefs stuff. You don't I own do a Puzz n- Lesney jersey? Oh, I do. I do, I I do. It's but it's like it's the iteration yeah. before this, yeah. and also I'm not rooting for the Bills. No, 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 no. I so, understand. I, no, you're right. I and do I went off of that. I I stuff, do though. own own a Bills jersey, but it's for Paul Puzlesny, 
um, the Penn State linebacker who is being inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame yes. in December, class of 2024, which is awesome. Uh, he is one of the best linebackers to ever play at the university that produces the best linebackers. So it's uh, it's awesome. And I was there literally his entire career because he was a freshman when I was a freshman. And uh, we got to see him be amazing for, as a freshman wearing uh, number 33 that year. And he really burst in on the scene. I think it was against Indiana with a pick six. Uh, and then he switched to 31 and was a mainstay for th- three straight years and got to play with Dan Connor and Sean Lee. And, Oh man, those are the times those, uh, those mid two thousands Penn state teams. Glad they, glad they got over the hump and weren't terrible. Uh, in uh, 2005, because it would have been really brutal to have a defense like that and not get anything out of it. So, well, the Bills are still driving, unfortunately. Well, six and a half minutes to go. Kansas City's up 27-24. Buffalo does have the ball approaching midfield. We've never seen a game like this come down to the wire. No, never, ever. I I have James Cook in that fantasy league, too. I don't think he's really done much, though. So in this game, I have a I have four guys going. Do you I've got Pacheco and Kelsey? Yeah, I don't have either of them. Who are my two? No, Chiefs? no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't have Josh Allen in, but I have I have Diggs. I don't remember what Chiefs I have. Huh? Don't know. Oh man. <laughs> Woo. So. Well, I do want to say uh, happy birthday to Natalie. Tomorrow yeah. she turns 11. We had her sleepover this weekend just with a few friends and, and Haley. Uh, and staying on topic, it was a very Taylor Swift evening and overnight at the house. We had the Errors Tour movie, three hours long. Watched did the, you see it in, in a theater? We did, yeah. Okay, we I took the girls I to go see that. it in October. So it was funny. I got an email... This was in end of August, maybe early September. Oh, that could have been a Josh Allen highlight reel. That would have been a staple. No, I got an email. They're going to pick up the first thing. (laughs) I got an email from the Taylor Swift official site talking about the Eras tour movie, or it was becoming a movie and you could go. So I immediately logged on to buy tickets and I'm glad I did because it eventually like sold out like the the concert was. Right, right. And we surprised the girls and took them to see it. And they, you know, we actually ended up getting to go with the hills. So we all got to go and watch it. And it was nuts. I, I've probably told this story before, but I'm very thankful to Natalie and Haley for becoming <sighs> sweet. fumbled. Pick you idiot. What do we tell our players all the time? Fall on the ball. Fall on the ball. And notice what that Bill's lineman did. Fell on the ball. He fell on it just how we teach them. He slid in on his side and just covered it. He didn't roll, didn't do anything. How about that hustle play by that Packers guy last night? Oh my on that gosh, kickoff? on the kickoff, yeah. Uh, where was it? Oh yeah, the Taylor Swift con- So the girls became Swifties like literally weeks, two or three weeks after her show concert was in Philly. So saved us the disappointing dodged, conversation dodged of having to say there. how we can't take you to the concert because it costs like a thousand dollars a seat, <laughs> right. reset, you know, secondary right, right. market. Fourth and three. Uh, 
Yeah, but they should have the ball. That's what's so frustrating. Like and, the Chiefs should have the ball. Non-competitive on stopping that. Like that was easy. That was an easy fourth down conversion. But yeah, so it was a, a very uh it was a very nice night. Natalie had a good time. Haley had a good time. I think all her friends had a good time. And we'll get to celebrate uh, tomorrow and by then we'll know who the final four teams are left in the NFL for Super Bowl 58 which is upcoming on February 11th in Las Vegas. And it's, uh, well, look at that total yards, 353 to 353. Talk about an even battle. That's a block in the back. <laughs> Very obvious. Just like, uh, was that, oh, it was in the, in the Chiefs-Dolphins game, I believe. The, yeah, it was J- Jamal, who's their right tackle? The one that came up from Jacksonville. Oh, I know who you mean. You know, that. Jamal yeah. Taylor, right? Blocked the Dolphins guy in the back on a play exactly like that and took a touchdown off the board. And hmm, didn't call that one, though. Well, I guess that's... Uh, my my uncle says he agrees with Bill finally. I'm not sure of all the stuff we discussed this evening, which part he's agreeing with. But uh, there you go, Dad. Your, your, your brother's agreeing with you. So like he said, finally. So we're under four minutes now in Buffalo, Kansas City. Justin and I are going to uh, finish things here and, uh, and sign off. We will not have a show next weekend, but we will be back in two weeks for our Super Bowl preview. So we'll know who's in the Super Bowl by then. It'll be the week in between, Sunday, February 4th. Same, well, I think same time. I don't know. We're going to discuss yeah, we'll what's going out. on. But Justin and I will be back for episode 393 on Sunday, February 4th. And uh, I think that's it. Anything else for you? Anything you want to say before we go? Any shutouts? Um, Don't like this. Don't like this. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Don't like it. So, all right. Again, uh, happy birthday to Natalie. Hope everyone has a great week or great two weeks. And we'll see you back on February 4th for our Super Bowl 58 preview. Uh, Go Chiefs and then go Lions. And if it's not the Chiefs, go NFC in general. That's that's where that's where I'm at. So. I just hope everyone has. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew. So, all right. For Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at JoeMaysAndJRaff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>